is up, everybody? This is Keith Jamison. I go by Gator Guy 231 across the DFS industry. And man, we're back for an EPL slate. I would normally go, we're back for an EPL slate, but man, this was this one's tough. We've done a we've been very fortunate to avoid Manchester City roulette slates where Man City is the final game and we are here. And you know, it actually couldn't come at like a weirder time to try to predict their lineup than when they had to play midweek. You know, I think it was a makeup game versus Southampton, but just you know, kind of an off-schedule game. Then they have the game Saturday, and then they have one of the most important games of their season for the Champions League. Pep is greedy, man. He not only wants, you know, the EPL crown, but wants the Champions League, which probably is even more important to City. Um, wants the FA Cup, wants the Carabao Cup, League Cup, whatever the heck it's called now. So I, I think Pep needs to be really smart. Um, you know, he knows that more than me. But, you know, I, I think the likes of KDB, I think the likes of Mares. I like think like some Gundogan are all getting rotated this weekend. Um, but the word, the hardest part and the hardest part of the slate is you won't know you are going to have to lock in pieces of your lineup before then. So, you know, my best suggestion, um, and you know, I'm going to be going over picks, not so much roster construction, but I want to give you some roster advice in advance. Uh, I love Phil Foden. He's going to be brought up here very shortly. Uh, I think there's a really good shot. I feel good that he's going to be in, but I like playing Phil Foden and then maybe one other city piece whether it's at defender or at utility to give you some flexibility so that if phil foden isn't in and for some reason if i'm wrong and kevin de bruyne's in you can go up and then move down at utility or vice versa like give yourself some options that would be my biggest um suggestion because that city slate they're the biggest favorites on the uh, on the slate that game alone will decide a lot of cash so just a quick reminder that this is being brought to you by the Mayo Media Network. Phenomenal DFS and sports content. Make sure if you want all this stuff, all the PJ, MMA, the EPL picks coming up. UCL was awesome this weekend. All sorts of amazing stuff. Bottom right of the screen for YouTube people is the subscribe button. And if you are a podcaster or like audio on all of the networks, make sure you search for uh, The Mix. It is a phenomenal station where you get all these short form videos on audio too. We'd love for you to subscribe there. All right. And then if you want to even more of my content uh, at FSI DFS is the Twitter handle search FSI DFS on YouTube. If you want our videos. All right, let's get to the picks. So at the top of the salary is Phil Foden. The reason I love Phil Foden at 9,300 is not only is he coming off a great game, but Phil Foden is just an absolute baller. Um, tons of talent. Pep says he's one of the most talented players he's ever managed. And if we don't have Morris, we don't have Gundogan, we don't have KDB, Phil Foden is set up to be on monopoly of set pieces for Manchester City and be the focal point of their offensive attack in a game that they are the biggest favorite of the site. So I think Phil Foden is the Man City piece to have. Again, though, make sure you have some flexibility if Pep, Pep's going to Pep. Um, and if he's not in, you want to have the ability to, to move around. Kevin De Bruyne, Mares are all more expensive. So you got to make sure that you have the flexibility to do that. All right, the next guy on my list, Matthias Pereira. I've talked about Pereira a lot on this show, and for good reason. He hasn't let us down yet, but he's one of the more talented EPL players in the league that you've never heard of. Um, plays for West Brom, needs a, needs a move to a bigger club. But now, you know, his floor is phenomenal. Even giving away some corners to Conor Gallagher, um, Pereira still is a double-digit machine. Additionally, he's on PKs and is one of the most attacking people on West Brom. Um, West Brom desperately needs three points. Three points here could give them a shot at avoiding relegation. I think if they drop all three, they're getting closer and closer to being assured of relegation. So 
you know, in these situations, you'd love their best players to rise to the top. I think Matthias Pereira in this spot, even at 9,100, has a really good chance to do that. If salary did not matter, or Charleston at 8,700 would be my favorite forward. He has goals in four straight games before the Chelsea game that Everton just didn't look like they had won any part of that game. Um, or Charleston now gets a very, very favorable matchup versus a Burnley team that allows a ton of shots. Or Charleston is, um, well, for him to really pay off his tag, we're looking for him to get a goal. But even at 8,700, Charleston is one of these forwards, much like a guy we talk about in a minute, Will Saha, that kind of defies the typical DFS logic of crosses, um, you know, shots assisted as the ways to get to floor, does it with fouls drawn, does it with shots, plays in a wide area, but it's always cutting in. Um, again, I, I really like Woodward Charleston. I'll have him a plenty in GPP. I'm not sure if I'll get there in cash, but again, that, that nice little run of four goals uh, in a row was, you know, something that I think he'll get right back to. Dwight McNeil is a very traditional forward option at 7,300 versus Everton. Despite being a dog, Burnley's style is to get the ball out to their wings and get crosses in or to draw corner kicks so that they can bring their big center backs up for attacks. That's how Burnley likes to play offense. You know, it's kind of a smash and grab style, but Dwight McNeil fits perfectly. Um, is a guy that I just always love for cash games because his floor is very, very close to, you know, that eight, nine range. And, you know, he has one spikes where he gets up into the high double digits. Um, but, you know, regardless of kind of the script, he just always seems to get there. So 7,300, really like Dwight McNeil. The next name on my list probably will surprise you, but Wolf Zaha looks like he's going to be fit. When Wolf Zaha is in, he is one of the premier players in the EPL. And a game versus West Brom. Well, West Brom needs this game very badly to avoid relegation. You could argue that Crystal Palace desperately needs three points too because they're getting like, they went from being very safe to all of a sudden like in the relegation hunt. So at home, getting their best player back, I think Crystal Palace really needs to be looking for three points here. Wolf Zaha went in and for 90 minutes, listen to the games the last few um, versus Wolves, eight DK with no goals, no assists. 18 DK with a goal versus West Ham, 7.8 versus Arsenal. Tough matchup versus Arsenal with no goal, no assist. 9.6 versus Sheffield, 16 versus Leicester with a goal, 13.9 versus Villa. You get the picture. Like Saha has a floor. And, um, you know, we don't know if he'll be on PKs. He's been on it in plenty, kind of when Milojasevic wasn't in. So we don't know which one of them we'll take. But I do love Wolf Zaha here. And I think he'll go lower owned. And we'll know if he's in. He's in the first game. So that is a huge plus. The lock on the slate for me is Lucas Dean, 6,800. Um, Everton's been playing wingbacks, which is even more phenomenal for Lucas Dean, who from a DFS perspective, he and Trent Alexander-Arnold are the two best DFS defenders in the EPL and probably in the world. Um, Lucas Dean with no James, Jaime Rodriguez will take at least half the corners. Could even, you know, if you don't see Gilfie, could take a monopoly. To me, he is the lock and load on the slate. Burnley is a kind of a place of bunkering style and they'll allow the crosses. They trust their center backs, Ben Mee and Jacob James Tarkowski to clear all those balls. It's just look, all of this is just, it's just music to a guy like Lucas Dean's ears. Who's never seen a ball. He can't cross. Uh, Connor Gallagher, Chelsea Loney is my next player on the list. He's in a weird pricing range. So in my opinion, you're not playing him and Pereira. You're playing him or right. If you're on that type of construction, but he is splitting sets with Pereira. At 6,400, he's on a nice little run. Kind of drives me nuts a lot of times in showdown. Before he was on corners, people would play him during do the logs. But, you know, 
good for them. They, they've taken some of my money, but let's just look at the last four, 10, 14.4, 6.9, 13.7 with only one assist in there. So there's an elite floor. Um, at 6,400, I think he does fit a few builds that I've toyed around with. And, you know, he has pedigree. He's a Chelsea Loney, um, dominated in the championship last year. It's looking really good in the Premier League. So Connor Gallagher, a guy to target. Next man on the list is this is a risky one, but this is one of the guys that you could play with Phil Foden that could give you the flexibility that if one of them isn't in, that you can move stuff around. And that's Ferran Torres. Uh, City's big signing in the offseason from Valencia. Ferran Torres in the last Nations League, I believe it was Nations League break, had a hat trick versus Germany. He oozes with talent. And 5,500, if he nabs to start here, again, we won't know to the last game, but if he nabs to start, he's, as the biggest favorite on the site, he's one of the more underpriced players on Saturday slate. So 5,500, I really like Ferran Torres. Luka Milojasevic is the final on-field player I'm going to bring up. The reason, at 4,000, he took a majority of Crystal Palace's corners versus Spurs last week. Look, Crystal Palace's corners have been a sore spot for a while. You know, is it Townsend? Is it Eze? Now is it Milojasevic? You know, James McCarthy took a few. Um, it's tough, but at 4,000, Milojasevic, too, for, for a number of years, has been Crystal Palace's PK taker. So I do think if you are looking for a punt early, he's very worth a look. Finally, I hate talking about goalie, but I'm going to talk about one. I will just say this. I'm going to talk about Nick Pope, but when you're building, I say this every single week, start with the cheapest guy. So Areola is 3,700. Start your builds with Areola. If you have 400, in my first one, I had 400. So you can get up to Nick Pope at 4,100. But if you don't, look, we see it over and over again, week after week. You pay up for a keeper. He gets stained, only gets two saves. And the guy on the other end that allowed three goals outscores him. Like, Goalie can be infuriating. So you're so much better, in my opinion, at getting a player that you can project for a floor, right? Going up and getting a Dwight McNeil, Connor Gallagher, all the guys I talked about that have floors, getting the most of them that you can and just, just kind of relaxing and just taking whatever goalie, uh, you know, the slate affords you. So, you know, I'm going to bring up Nick Pope because Nick Pope leads the league and saves. Um, he has some of the biggest outlier scores that you will see from the goalie position. Uh, let's just kind of go through a few of these real quick, right? So he's kind of on a tough run of form, not eclipsing five in the last three, but before that, 9.2, 2.1, 16.3, uh, 0 0.3, 5.3, 10.3, 17.2. Like there's some huge outliers there, 99 saves on the season. Um, you know, without Jaime Rodriguez, Everton can struggle to create like elite chances. So I do think there's a chance that Nick Pope will get a chance to, you know, get some very manageable saves um, versus Everton. So I like him, um, but, you know, I like Areola too. I'll probably be on one of the two. Um, you know, I don't see a way from all my builds that I could ever get up to Ederson here, but if you can, you know, more power to you. It's goalie. Uh, it's, it's the toughest slate to predict or the toughest position to predict, but that's what makes DFS so fun. All right. That's going to do it. 10 picks for you for Saturday. Crazy slate. Um, you know, make sure you have done your best to kind of plan stuff out and understand pivots based on lineups because that is staggered slate DFS soccer. So that's going to do it. Once again, find me at, uh, on my, you can find me on my Twitter handle at GatorGuy231, or you can find our site and all my content at FSIDFS. Thank you all so much for watching and the support of not only me, but the Mayo Media Network, it's a phenomenal, phenomenal community. And I'm just so, so happy to be part of it. So once again, Keith Jamison, uh, 
And with that, I'll say, see ya.